morning, everybody. Welcome along to another edition of the Saturday Sports Show, the very final one for the month of July. It's Dave in the chair. And coming up on today's program, the West Coast Fever missed out on uh, taking home the, the title this year. But there were a couple of Fever representatives in the Pilbara this weekend. We'll catch up with uh, Kath Widdop from the Port Hedland Netball Association as uh, she can tell us what happened when the Fever came to town. Golf is on the menu again this week with the Ladies Pilbara Open being played down in Exmouth. And touch footy is very popular around the world and around Australia. We'll talk touch footy in this first hour today. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. It is the weekend of the Ladies Pilbara Open. Back at the scene of the Exmouth Open a couple of weekends ago, Exmouth Golf Club will be hosting the Ladies Pilbaras. Uh, so we're wishing all the ladies that are travelling down to Exmouth to take on that course. Uh, very good luck this weekend. Meanwhile, back at the Port Hedland Golf Club, Jeff Brockman joins us on the Saturday Sports Show to go through what happened last week in the two-person Ambrose. Hello, Brocky, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Dave. Uh, Two-person Ambrose last week. Uh, who did you team up with? Uh, big Bob Kelly, big mate. Bobby we, Kelly, very yeah. good. And how did we go? Uh, sort of middle of the field, mate. We didn't play that bad. We played pretty reasonable for a start, but obviously uh, things got in the road and sort of we sort of petered out a little bit at the end. But I, <laughs> I think that's probably age more than anything else. <laughs> though, <mate. laughs> All right. Uh, so did we have uh, – who were the winners on the day? I mean, so, surely we can't go with uh, with Wisey again. Sharon's 50 handicap surely must be uh, bringing them down now. <laughs> Oh, mate, funnily enough, it was uh, Sharon Stewart-Wise with a bit of uh, 58.5, the buggers. Yeah, no, well done. Yeah. Oh, she's showing some good form. Sadly, in an Ambrose competition, uh, she's not going to get cut. That's exactly right, mate. But, uh, but. But? Yeah, we can sort that out manually, <clears throat> the old way, Dave. Let's, let's not do it too hastily because I believe Sharon <laughs> is one of the ladies that is travelling down to Exmouth this weekend. She'd probably enjoy playing Exmouth on a 50 handicap. I know I would. Anyway, uh, moving on, runner-up was, um, runners-up, I should say, was Rob Sells and uh, Gary Brooks on 63 net. Yes. Um, Third was Andrew Dodds and Greg Bellinger on 64.5 net. So they must have played pretty good golf. It was pretty windy and whatever. It was. Yeah, uh, they've obviously uh, found the niche with those teams, so good on them. Very good. Um, Am I allowed to ask what you and Bobby finished with? To be quite honest with you, Dave, I think we were about 68 point something. Well, yeah. that far away. No, no, just a couple of putts, mate. <laughs> the uh, the putters are not on fire at the moment, oh. but, you know, moving forwards. Might, we'll, be, uh, might the, be time to the change the batteries in the putter, mate. <laughs> I think we might. Yeah, but exactly, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we just uh, got a couple of not. What have we got on? Six novelties, I think, mate. Oh, um, there's obviously... sort of thousand of them like we had a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, um, we had some non-golfers, and yes. uh, they've won some of the novelties as well. So, on hole number two, nearest to the pin, zero to fourteen was Zelko Petrovic. Mm-hmm. Um, Fifteen plus was nobody. Non-golfer was Paul Rose. Good on you, Paul. Okay, well done, Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. Nearest to the pin on number eight, zero to fourteen was Daz Paul. Fifteen plus was Kate Outridge. Non-golfer Jaden Bell. Nearest the pin on 13, 0 to 14 was Daz Paul, 15 plus was Les Oreo, and non-golfer was nobody. 17th hole, nearest the pin, 0 to 14, Ash Dwyer, 15 plus was Neil Riley, 
and non-golf on nobody. Fourth hole, long putt, 0 to 14, nobody. Obviously, the A-graders can't putt. 15 <laughs> plus was uh, Neil Riley. Non-golfer was Christian Wise. Very good. And last but not least, 11th on 11th hole, long drive, 0 to 14 was Greg Ballinger, and 15 plus was myself. Oh, so there you go. You, you gorilla it, there. Mate. You're one of the uh, 15 pluses that actually hit the fairway on on 11. Very, very lucky shot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's the last weekend of the month, which means uh, Monthly Mug is back again today, thanks to uh, Rick Hockey from Headland First National. Uh, tee off time is uh, midday again. It is, mate. Names in by 11.30 for a 12 o'clock tee off, and good luck to everybody that's playing. Um, it's the bloody dreaded stroke, as we know, so every <laughs> shot has to be counted. But nonetheless, I'm sure they'll have fun. I'll be there amongst them seeing how we go. All right, mate. Yeah. Uh, you can take it easy because next weekend you're back to the two-person Ambrose. Uh, but uh, today, it's a straight round for the monthly mug out of the Port Hedland Golf Club. Once again, all the best to all the ladies playing at the Ladies Pilbara Open down at the Exmouth Golf Club. Thank you, Jeff. Good on you, mate. No worries. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Touch football is big across the northwest, uh, and I can't help myself. I've got to play this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Touch footy is about to kick off in Port Hedland for a new season. Jess Tevelman joins us from the Hedland Touch Association. Uh, sorry, Jess, I had to play that for you. I'm used to it now. <laughs> when do we kick off a new season? Uh, so we kick off on the 9th of August. So registrations, if um, any of our current members would see, opened up um, this week. So you can register your team. And then once your team's obviously registered, then your players can hop on and then register to your team. So All right. So you've got to put the horse open. first and then the cart. So you've got to get the uh, the actual team registered in, what, what is, which is the platform we're using? Uh, we use My Sideline. My Sideline, that's right. So once the team is registered, if you log in and you you're know, into My Sideline, you see that your team or the team that you would like to play with is registered, then you can register to play with that team, yeah? Yeah, that's right. And hopefully we don't have the same mix-up as last season, particularly at the pointy end where uh, finals were affected by unregistered players. Yes, so if you think you might be in... You know, um, contention for finals, make sure your players are registered and have played they're three games. So yes. just so everyone knows in coming into the season that you must have played three regular season games to be eligible for finals. It's very similar in most sports around um, associations around town. So, yeah, just remember three games. And if you were a casual before registering, those games will count towards your final game, game tally. Very good. Uh, if there are new players that have come to town uh, since last season, uh, how do they get involved? Can they uh, get uh, contacts through social media or is there a web page they can go to? Um, our web page is currently being built, so soon we'll have a beautiful web page to um, debut. But uh, just contact us through our Facebook page, our Messenger account, um, and we will put you in contact with what's the best team for what you're looking for. And touch football is a mixed sport up here, so the boys and girls all play alongside each other, yeah? Yes, that's right. So you must, there can only be a maximum of three men on the field. You can go five to five to one girls if you want, but it uh -huh. is a mixed sport. Um, so you must have girls, we, and we have juniors can participate after they turn 12 or the year they turn 12. Um, so it's, a, and we also have two grades. So we've got a grade that is our 
our more serious um, competitive teams and then we have our B grade, which not to say we're not competitive, but it's a bit more fun um, and a way to develop your skills. All right. Now, speaking of developing uh, the game, what about junior development? Is there a junior competition that uh, juniors can, uh, or parents and carers can get their kids involved in? Definitely. So last year we ran a hugely successful junior program for the first time. Um, we had well over 100, I think nearly 130 kids um, come down for our first season and we were having to kind of, and we had more kids wanting to come after we'd started. So we're going to be running our junior program starting in term four and we're hoping to also continue that into term one of next year. So please be on the lookout uh, closer to the end of um, term three so that you can get your kids registered um, and get going. And we are also on the lookout for coaches, given how successful it was last year. We are hoping that we'll get some more t more kids involved, so we'll be needing more coaches to be able to fill some spots. All right. Uh, and lastly, before we go, the AGM typically happens in the second half of the year. Has that been uh, penciled in for uh, an AGM for Headland Touch Association? Yeah, we normally do it um, either the last week of our season or... Um, very early into the following in the next year but this year given that we're, we are anticipating a few changes to our committee just with headland being so transient that we want to get it done early so if we do have major changes to our committee we want to have a handover done nice and smoothly beautiful so we're looking at what say september october thereabouts september september's when we're going to pencil it in all right very good jess templeman joining us today from the headland touch association obviously there's children around on a saturday morning so i'll let her go uh thanks for joining us on the uh saturday sports show new season getting underway 9th of august and registrations are open now through my sideline so as there's a team in there that you uh, have played with or wish to play with, then you can register as a player for that particular team. 9th of August, that's Wednesday week. The season will get underway for the Headland Touch Association. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Welcome back. In this second hour, we will catch up with Kath Widdop. Uh, she was delayed in the last uh, hour, but we will catch up with her in this hour and talk netball as the West Coast Fever sent a couple of representatives to the Pilbara for the NADOC round in the Port Hedland Netball Association. And after 10 this morning, we'll be heading off to the Saturday Rub before we head on uh, down to Cadinia Park or GMHBA Stadium now with the Temper Mattress call team around 11.45 for Geelong versus Fremantle for Rima Hot Water and McDonald's. Triple M keeps rocking footy and the Temper Mattress call team will be at Optus Stadium tomorrow afternoon right here on Triple M for West Coast versus North Melbourne. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The West Coast Fever may have fell, fallen short of winning the championship for a second year in a row, but that didn't stop the West Coast Fever from visiting the Northwest just recently. They dropped in on the Port Hedland Netball Association as their association celebrated NADOC round. Kath Whittup is the president of the Port Hedland Netball Association and joins us on the Saturday Sports Show. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How you doing? Not too bad. How was NADOC round uh, played this week? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. What a vibe down there this week. It was just, um, oh, it was such a great night. It almost felt a little bit like grand final night. There was so much going on. All right. We'll talk about grand final shortly. Now, in uh, some of the major codes, uh, and netball included at national level, uh, when NADOC round comes around, the uniforms all change. Did the same thing happen for the Headland Netball Association? Did they have NADOC uniforms? 
Yeah, so well, we did something a little bit different this year, Dave. We um, obviously it's our first round, and we want to continue this. But um, we actually had a design that we purchased from Sally Mac at the Spinifex Hill Studio, and we actually got that design printed on some netballs. We got it printed on some bibs, so all our teams were able to wear the bibs um, and play with the ball on the night. So it was really amazing to see that um, on Tuesday. Fantastic. How many uh, game balls did you actually get printed up? Oh, I think we got a fair few, but we had a few um, a few people asking if they could buy them, yeah. and unfortunately, they we didn't have enough to sell. So, hopefully, next year we'll order some more, and um, yeah, we'll be able to sell them. But yeah, gosh, they look fantastic though on the court. I'm not sure if you did this, but just a thought. But uh, if there is a player of the match in each of the grades uh, in NADOC round, maybe they could get the match ball from their game. They actually did. So the there juniors, um, the junior player of the matches got that, and then the uh, the seniors actually got a voucher donated by Blue Rain as a player of the match. Very good. All right, let's. Let's have a look at, uh, and I did say that we had the West Coast Fever uh, send some representatives up for NADOC round. Is that right? Yeah, we did. We had a um, we had Ruth Ariang and Kim Jenner visit us, which was so fun. It was a great day. Um, so they they spent the afternoon with our net set goers. They did a few drills with them, and then they got to spend some time with our eleven and unders. And then they were all bombarded in the clubhouse for selfies and signatures. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then me and AJ also got in there for our little fangirl moments as well. So, oh, what it is to be famous, eh? <laughs> All oh, right. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, there's there's a, a few girls from Headland have been selected uh, in junior representative sides, uh, four in the under-14s and one in the under-16s. Is that right? Yeah, they have. the. Um, it came out the other day. So these ladies um, were identified at the Northwest Championships. They then attended a talent identification camp in Dampier over the school holidays. And now they've been selected to yeah represent the Northwest at the State Cup in October. Very good. Do we know the names of these particular ladies? We do. We've got Billy Pio. We've got Mia Coppin, Mia Naria, Naomi Brockman for the 14 and unders. Adeline Turner was selected for the 16s. Mm-hmm. And Roberta Ramirez-Smith actually selected as the manager for the 14 and unders. So really great result from Northwest. So proud of all the guys. So when is State Cup? Uh, I believe it's the first weekend in October Very down good. in Perth. That, is that, does that coincide with school holidays then? So these kids don't have to take time out of school? I believe it does, Dave, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and I believe congratulations to yourself and to Nicola McDermott, the umpire coordinator at Port Hill and Nepal Association, for also being selected to uh, to officiate at State Cup. Yeah. Yeah, no, so exciting. I'm really, really proud of, well, Nicola and obviously myself. <laughs> really happy. Um, you know, I kind of or have always played netball, so being able to do something different and, and umpire and being asked to be part of the academy is, yeah, really great. I'm so I'm so excited for both of us. Nice of you to take that step off the court and uh, dress in whites, which doesn't really go down well in the, in the northwest, does it? How do you keep that clean? <laughs> my skirts, actually. Yeah, I was looking at my skirt and I need to get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> One of the uh, one of the fun parts of netball uh, is a program that Port Hedland Netball Association has set up in walking netball for those coming back from injury or those that are less fitter yeah. than most. Uh, it's been quite successful. You started this back when? Back in March, oh, I think. Oh, gosh, uh, it was in March, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Well, um, st- still going now. You do it on uh, of a, uh, is it a Wednesday night you have it? 
Yeah, so still running on a Wednesday night. So we'll be going for the next three weeks. Um, and look, it's been great. We've had, you know, so many different people come down, give it a whirl. Um, we've had the few regulars that have come down. It's just, it's been really fun. And, and you know what, everyone walks away with a big smile and, you know, laughing. So that that's the aim. That's the intent of the program for everyone to be able to, you know, have a go at netball. Uh, they're the super competitive people that come along and play and just, uh, and they forget the rules that it's only walking. Um, yes, I do forget the rules that I'm very and I'm very competitive. But no, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to name names. <laughs> no, look, we ha- like I said, we have the few regulars that have sort of, um, I guess, learnt learnt how to play to their advantage. I guess you could say mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and then all the newcomers sort of see that happening, and then they go follow on with it. So yeah, look, really great. Come down, give it a whirl. We've got it for the next three we- three Wednesdays. Uh, the pointy season is just about upon us with finals. Uh, the grand finals are coming up uh, in the middle of August. 12th of uh, August is grand final day for the Port Hedland Nipple Association. Presentations, though, will be done the week before that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, next week. Oh, my goodness. All right, wow. so when are the, the juniors on the Friday night, the seniors on Saturday? Yep, so the junior is on Friday night, um, 5 p.m. down at the Civic Centre. We're going to do a little sundowner like we did last year because it was so popular. Um, so, yeah, we encourage all the players to come down, all the pa- parents to come down, bring your picnic rugs, your camp chairs, um, and we've got a barbecue going. So, yeah, amazing. All right, and seniors on the Saturday, same venue? Yep, seen is Saturday night sundowner. I believe there's some local radio host coming to help us out with that one. No idea who that MC. would be. I believe that you're, <laughs> the local radio host you're talking about is going to be very busy on Friday night uh, with the Port Hedland Turf Club yes. uh, running their Headland Cup Calcutta. Then the Saturday night uh, right next door to the Headland Hotel for the uh, the presentation night for the senior netball. And then on Sunday yes. it is the Headland Cup. So perhaps that breakfast announcer could uh, just spend the weekend <laughs> over in Headland. I reckon. I reckon. Now, look, can't wait for the can't wait for presentations. It's going to be amazing. Fantastic. Thank you, Kath. Thanks for joining us on the Saturday Sports Show. No worries. Thanks very much. Talk soon. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. From netball to softball, the Port Hedland Softball Association is getting towards the pointy end. Uh, This week, they played the final uh, round of fixtures in round four of a five-round season. Uh, the teams are, pl- are playing are Raiders and PCYC, Jets and Pirates. Uh, Lisa Shields from the Port Hedland Softball Association has joined me on the Saturday Sports Show. Hello, Lisa. How are you? Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Well, thank you. Uh, played a different night this week. Played on Thursday. Yeah, spinny sprees on this weekend. So we play it on a Thursday night so everyone can go out and have fun. Very good. Uh, and Thursday next week because it's a long weekend for the races in town. Yes. All right. So let's have a look at what happened this week then. I, was, I normally would say on a Friday night, but this week it was Raiders and PCYC in the early game. Who did what to who? Okay. It was a fairly one sided affair. Raiders took it out 15 2. Wow. Yeah, wow. Um, KJ had a home run in the first innings, and she had six RBIs throughout the whole game. Um, Mara had three RBIs, which was good. Mara pitching? No, Hannah was pitching this week. She pitched all four innings, and she had five strikeouts. So that was really good to give Mara a break. So... Um, and on for PCYC, the only person that got across home plate was Tegan. And she actually got across pretty much on errors. So <laughs> even though Raiders won really, really well, they made a couple made of errors, which got Tegan home. Very good. All right. And the second game, then the late game, was uh, Jets and Pirates. Uh, and this was a little bit closer, hopefully. Yeah, much closer affair. 16-12 to Jets. Oh, Bats had a night out. Yes. Um, 
Tanya Foley got three RBIs. Uh, Kirsty, Tony and Serena all had a two-bag hit each. And then Jasmine from Pirates also had a two-bag hit. Shelley had three strikeouts and Tony had two strikeouts. So it was pretty much a pitcher's game. Um, when you look at the score sheet, a lot of base on balls from both sides. Um, so <laughs> it was pretty much the pitchers that got it all happening. I think it's probably time that the, uh, the look at the junior development needs to have a look at some of the pitchers because if you've got Tony McMahon and Shelley Glasson uh, doing all the pitching for two teams, uh, they need some backup. They need some backup, some younger backup. It, it would be really nice to see <laughs> some of the young girls putting their hands up and going, hey, we'd like to learn to well, pitch. Well, learn the art, mm. exactly. And we've, had, we've got uh, a product from this town, Michaela Denny, who this week has signed on with a, a Divi One school, uh, a uni in the, in the US, and she's representing Australia, represented Australia at all manner of junior levels, and she is a terrific pitcher. Yes. So it's not uh, a difficult... Well, it is a difficult art to master, but if you get into it early... There's the the world it can be your oyster. Yes, and there's there's other other young people that have come from the Pilbara roots that are doing exactly the same thing in pitching. Exactly. So um, we obviously breed them well. So now we just need to bring some more up in the ranks. Well, there's a there's a Karathaji around Nushka as well. She she doesn't mind pitching, but she she can play pretty much everywhere. And she's been across to I think she went to Tokyo to represent Australia uh, sometime earlier this year as well. Lisa, thanks for joining us. Uh, talk softball this morning. We'll see you again next week. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.